Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we got some bad ratings. We have some new champions in Japan. We got uh, reviews of Great American Bash Firefest. We have three pay-per-views upcoming this, I believe, this weekend. And we have some little fantasy to be talking about. We will expect the unexpected on the road to Con Air. Very nice. That's right. That's right. And high praise. High praise. So let me introduce you to your no so crew. First, you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He always gets first billing, but he's also a good <laughs> brother. <laughs> The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. The one time I can't fucking do it. Swallow. I, I have. No, one time. I have, like, I don't do it often, I but every once in a while. Out of you, man. Every once in a while, I will test him. And he's Just, always passed. He's always passed. Until now. I, I gets up and starts doing jumping jacks. Like, Come on, motherfucker. What do you got? I had a burp. Like, come out, like oh, fuck. Come on. <laughs> I was at that. I'm like, just fucking do it already. And I'm like, oh, he's going. And I'm like, yep. What? Tag making you feel it. Should tag you. And she teapotted it. I forgot to tag in the No Cell Living Legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. Uh, we have Devin Dalwick. Did you even say Real my name, name or did you just go on? No, I said your name. Okay, cool. We have Devin Dalwick. Real name, no gimme. And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I got a new one. Real name, praise. real name, no gimmick. You can always go by a real name, long gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> He's the long sheen. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. So, WWE Raw, a 1.5. Oh. Is Vince you, panicking? A rerun of Seinfeld. You know it's not long. <laughs> what they Them got. on USA Network. <laughs> Did he get any calls from you? Said it anything? Hundred percent. Yeah. Did he answer him? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Went straight to voicemail. No. Nope. He's like, I'm not here. <laughs> he just throws the computer off the t- top story of Titan Towers. Uh, this <laughs> is as Corey put it on pre-show. This is WCW. Yeah. This is like '99 WCW worrisome. If you because last year at this time it was 2.3. It was 3.1 the year before, and in 2017 this time in that year it was a four point. Mm-hmm. So in three years, they've gone from a four point to one point five. Mm. That's WCW two thousand, which a lot of guys have been saying. People who know are like, "Look, they obviously didn't learn from experience." Yep. Because this is WCW two thousand all over again, and I've always been of like, I don't get how yeah. it's so hard though. Okay, yeah, whatever. It's not that bad. It's WWE. They always pull through. I don't know. This looks bad. <laughs> when they're barely beating NXT and AEW, but if you put those two combined... It's a 1.5. Yeah. We talked about it outside. Yeah, we talked about it outside. We've now figured out there is a baseline of the dead of yeah, the those are hard marks. We, these are the WWE stands yeah. marks forever. So It'll never gonna, go below a 1.5. They're going to work themselves into a shoot. So Matt, a few years ago when they, were re, when they were negotiating their new TV deal, and I was one of the few who said they should go to the network immediately. They shouldn't even do a deal. Oh, they should have gone. The they should have gone when they were hot, and people would have like gladly switched to see Raw. Now, if they go, people are gonna like okay, like we and don't they care. They may have no chance, and they will. They will actually lose fans at that point. Like the one thing that saves them in this, and it does say, and it does help them, not so much on Fox, but on USA, 
is that much like AEW on TNT, um, they get the highest ratings on on the channel. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's bad. But, no- back. but nothing on USA You're Network. Telling me weekly, that and misses. Nothing get, does they get better less than, than a million. Yeah, nothing knows best. Less than a million. All of those shows do nothing compared to Raw. So as bad as it, like this could be a deeper problem for USA Network overall. Because if your if your worst show true. is Raw and it's a one point five, things aren't looking it's good. It's very well, sci-fi. If if yeah. you look, if yeah. you look, Spike TV. Let's do this for like a split second. Let's go off wrestling. USA. What shows do they give you? Burn notice. No, no, no. Chrisley knows best. I don't know. I don't ever. <laughs> Chrisley knows best. I've seen that. Miz and Mrs. Miz and Mrs. And isn't there both like wrestling a... shows? So there's four. Do they have um, any like drama, like like original drama? There's only shows? one wrestling show now. No. Raw. NXT. NXT. Oh, I forgot about NXT. <laughs> it's on USA. <laughs> well, <I forgot>. um, <laughs> He's like, huh? What? <laughs> four. There's four. I don't Scratch think there's, a, there's no <laughs> there's no drama shows anymore. They do Modern uh, Family reruns. I bet NXT is their second best show. There ha- no, there's a show called Mr. Robot that... But that... Sp- did it end? You used to have that Psych might be and Burn one, That might be one more season, but yeah. Mr. Robot... Oh, what I was going to say is it's critically acclaimed, but gets shit for ratings. Yeah. Mr. Like, Robot, it's it's like a fall show. It's yeah. like one time, but yeah, like they don't have Psych anymore. They don't have Burn Notice. They don't have... White Collar. All white those collar. were successful. They had Suits, and that's gone. Yeah, Suits was successful. I think they're trying to do a Suits spin-off. That got canceled. So yeah, they don't have a... It's straight up raw. Raw's carrying USA Network right now, and it's and, and it's in the shit too. Getting like seven fifty. Yeah, but that's so, I but mean that's competing that, with other shows. And that's sad to say that both Raw and NXT are combining to what somehow Fox is getting. I can't believe that man. Yeah, Fox will get between a one point nine and a two point two. That and seems to be their little nestled spot. And Raw was getting like a two point one or two point two, like not even that long ago. It was like no. Rumble time. I mean. They're blaming COVID, but... Uh, I mean, you can probably blame a few hundred thousand on COVID. It's sped up, the yeah. process. Don't get me wrong. But like I just told you, I had the ratings for the last three years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... This has been happening yep. for a long time. No, I've looked, too. I've, like, back, yeah. like... Yeah. And they've known it. 2016, like, yeah, late 2016, they were getting, like, a 4, 4, 1. Yeah. I and mean, now was, they're getting, yeah, like, one point. And people were like, 4? That's terrible for Raw. Yeah. Hmm. Weren't they getting, like, what was their heyday when yep. they were, like, the hottest they've ever been? In 99, uh, they were, uh, where we are in, in May, early May of 99 right now, they just got a six-point-something, which was ridiculous. They've That's gone crazy. three straight weeks or six. And keep this in mind. And what's WCW getting? At the time? Uh, three. Uh, well, no, no, no. They 3.4. Were 3.9. Up in, this week. Yeah. yeah. But up until this week, on those same nights, WCW was getting a four. And they're still getting two and a half they million have more. Four original shows that aren't reality TV. So if you put them together, that's wrestling was getting like a ten on Mondays. Ten, 10 million. million people were watching. Yeah. That's like a like three percent of the country yeah. at the time. Wow. And now, I have heard of none of these. Three or four Go percent on. of the country, the entire yeah. country is watching. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Here's our four shows they have that aren't reality TV, which is long. Uh, Queen of the South. Don't never know. heard of it. Uh, it yeah, it's some, some it's a show. The Sinner. Don't know. I've heard of that. Je- uh, Jennifer, Jessica Biel, and... Uh, <laughs> Jessica... Yeah, I went without getting uh, writing. Jessica Biel's on Pil- TV. Uh, President Independence Day. Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah. Right, that's fair. Who's that? Briar Patch. Have no what clue. What the fuck No that? clue. And Dirty Jobs. Don't like, know that either. With Mike Rowe? Rowe? Four shows. Like with Mike Rowe? I doubt it. It's no, he's Rowe back. Rowe. No, it's a different one. He's back, though. It's a drama. I would watch it. Was he the it. cash cap? Dirty, no, dirty Jobs? Or is that a different guy? 
Mike Rowe can go fuck himself. Hmm. Oh. Fuck Mike Rowe. Hot take. Whoa. He's I have, a, to, know. He's I have a, to know. He's a jackass punk like fucking Trumper. Fuck that dude. Oh, is he? Fuck mm. him. He's a Trumper. Mm. Fair enough. Get COVID, piece of shit. Fuck you. Whoa. Tell me how you really feel. But if you do get it, you, make sure you wear a mask and self-isolate for 14 days. Yeah, if you kill him, it's fine, but just wear a mask and self-isolate Yeah, for self-isolate and mask, but die alone. Asshole. So what, is, what do the <laughs> WWE have to do? Just pray COVID goes away. That, that's that, won't, <laughs> that won't help it. Fire Bruce Pritchard. COVID could finish. Uh, you know what? That won't even help it. That won't even help it. It's been slighting for four years. It's They don't... It would take a couple years worth of rebound, good I, storytelling. I'm not exaggerating when I say, because I've, I've listened to podcasts, I study the, the business, like the, the actual money, the financials. I'm not exaggerating when I say that that company by itself needs to have a complete overhaul on every aspect. Who's running it, who's writing it, who's controlling it, the talent, the way it's shot, the way things are presented, the way they try to build things and make stars, which they don't. Yeah. Everything needs to just be completely redone. Which you can't do until a certain someone is no longer there. It's a broken company. Yeah, you're right. And there are people who know it, but they're yes men. They'll privately admit it to people, but they're not going to do anything about it. It's pretty much going to be like this until Vince dies. That's just the maybe cold, hard get, fact. Maybe he'll get COVID. Yeah, he could. It, it's it's broken, and there's no way. No, there's no fix. Here's the thing: no. there's no <laughs> fix. Lied. There's no there's no money match. Nope. Even there's if no you, money man. Even if you combined rosters and pulled up everybody from NXT, there's no money match. There's nothing there on the horizon that's going to pull anything. Top three stars on Raw. Top three stars on SmackDown. Top three stars on SmackDown. Okay, actual stars are the ones they think are the stars. The ones that they push. The ones that we see. Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, and King Corbin. Okay. Until Roman comes back. Although he's got some heat with Vince now. Oh. For not working. Yep. Surprise. On Raw, in their eyes, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar. Okay, so you have with Brock... Ran- with Randy Orton at four. So we could see Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. Seen that. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Seen that. I mean, it's just Many you can't do you can't do anything. Corbin and Brock doesn't exactly sound money to me. Um, they're pretty much both heels. So on it, and Brock can't work for a while because, well, one, it's, it's a pain in the ass to bring him into the country because he's in Canada. Yep. And number two, they don't want to waste him on empty crowds, so they're completely re. Which makes there. sense. I mean, so really, with him gone, Raw, I would say it's Randy Orton, Edge, even though he's injured, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins. That's who they think are the the stars. It's just all the people who have been there. Exactly. Mysterio, yeah. Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's Orton, it. Edge. Oh, they had a shot around Rumble time um, with Keith Lee. Uh, they tried with McIntyre. That's, I mean, he got fucked with no crowd. Yeah, in all so fairness, there's he's, nothing he can do about that. This doesn't count to me. No. Like, uh, what are you going to base it on? Oh, bi- business tank. Your entire business tank. It's not yeah, like it's not like, like that. Putting the belt on him caused Raw to go down. Yes, this isn't a diesel thing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. it's not that. Yeah. I don't think there's probably not going to be live shit or at least fans for the rest of the year. No, least, I, I don't least. think so, but they've already scheduled some. I think they should be lucky to get fans at Mania next year. Yeah, good luck with it. I know, right? They should be lucky to have fans at Mania Ru- next it'll year. Be, it'll be closed set again. I guarantee it. This shit is not going away. It's only ample. I mean, look at the numbers now here. Because, um, you know, long story short, we don't listen to... No one gives a fuck. ...doctors and scientists, so this country is going to get fucked. And it already is. But the problem is here, there's no stars. If you look at the mid-cards... Riddled with unbelievable fucking talent on both rosters. However, 
it's a mixture of guys they're never, ever going to push because they don't want to. And guys, they tried to push for two weeks and decided it wasn't worth it and gave up on, so they're not going to try him again. So really, that's why he brought... He seriously considers Big Show to be, like, fifth on Rano. Like, that's the dude. And as long as he'll work, he's going to get pushed. It's not a question, Corey. When did that flip for him? Because I'll give you an example. What if they stop after two weeks with the ringmaster? They did stop after two weeks with the ringmaster. But they gave him another shot, right? So Not event- really. Eventually. I mean, only by chance, because that was supposed to be Hunter's spot. But the curtain call happened, and out of spite... They gave it to Austin instead because the heel had to win. And Triple H, they just put Austin in his spot and said, there you go. And if everybody remembers, yes, he eventually got over, but it was by himself. If you remember correctly, after that King of the Ring win, we remember six months, Austin ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And he's at the free-for-all for SummerSlam. Like, he says, he's not a big deal. There, there's a lot of people, they know what they need to do. They need to go back to the Attitude Era. And Everyone's gotten over by just being themselves. If you want to know the truth, and this is the, this is the honest truth. And I'm going to ask you guys here. This is the bigger problem. Name me, name me. one, name me. one name me. legitimate, huge, money-making box office star that WWE or Vince McMahon has created. It's not Hulk Hogan. Vern Gagne and the AWA got John him over. Cena. Undertaker. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are a few, but I mean, you think it would be easier, right? With how successful they've been. They've killed everybody. They're it's the big yeah, dog. They're I the mean, great. Robin? He's not that. He's old. not there yet. He's not Cena, there yet. Sadly enough, Rock. he's not there yet. Rock. Okay, so but he me, did it on himself. But, but I feel yeah, like Cena's more a corporate guy, and he the did point whatever I, ben, ben they said. created Rocket and they created Rocky Maivia and it didn't work. The point I was going to make is yeah. granular. But everyone's gotten over by being themselves. Yeah, they've never done it. Yeah. They've never created a star. Austin got over by himself. Rock got over by himself. Um. Bret Hart got over through hard work and by himself. One because Vince Cena, put the I mean, strap on him. And Cena I think actually Taker's was. Like, a, I think Taker's the closest answer. Taker, yeah. I mean, I don't. I give that. No, they they built him strong from the day one. They seemed to know they had something. I always hear that Andre is a great creation of WWE. <laughs> he, they didn't even discover him. He was wrestling yeah. for years before he got there. He'd That's why I asked. He, yeah, this is in my <laughs> wheelhouse. Yeah. He had been slammed before. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Let's keep going. John Cena. They gave up on him. He was almost fired. Yep. And just did a random rap on SmackDown and saved his job. They didn't believe in him. Well, did you hear that? Have you heard the backstory that Bruce tells about that? Yeah. That he actually did it. They heard him doing it in on the, the back on of the bus. A, the bus, like when they were in Tribute to the Troops yeah. or something. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. "Can you do that on TV?" And he was like, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah, he's not knowing. Like, Vince didn't get. Vince thought it was stupid as fuck. Triple yeah. H thought it was dumb as fuck. Batista didn't get over by them. Nope. Um, I mean, Punk and Brian are obvious. No, like you could argue Brock Lesnar first time around. I mean, they built him strong right out of the gate. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, so we're looking at what Undertaker and Brock are two <laughs> guys they actually created instead of the crowd or mm-hmm. luck or happenstance. They, they, they're not. They're they they stumble into. The good things that have happened to that company. If you go through back through history, which we are, I'm Becky, not, we're sorry. everything that's happened good to them, it's been like right. stumbling into it. Becky Lynch getting her nose broken. Becky Lynch getting her nose broken was yeah. That's, they stumbled into it. They stumbled into Austin. They stumbled into Cena creating a spark. They stumbled. They stumbled into the Shield because 2012 was looking terrible until they showed up, and it made a difference in ratings. Not a lot. It's not like they saved the company, but it. It was going down with Punk's reign being terrible and then booking everything like shit 
And Ryback was in the main event. Yeah, Ryback <laughs> was in the main. I mean, it's it, they're 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 afraid help. they're afraid to push people, and uh, because of Brock and Lashley, because of yeah Brock and Lashley, they're afraid to get and, well, like you said, Corey. They have so much talent that they're not freaking using. Ali, Cedric, Ricochet. You have all this talent that you brought in just to keep away from AEW, from keep away from all the other ones. Hell, you have a women's division that you did an evolution that probably was one of your higher rated. Pay per views two years ago, and oh, there, they're doing another there one. There was rumors of doing another one. Well, there you are, the next month. Hmm. They've decided to make SummerSlam a two night thing, but it's not SummerSlam. It's like SummerSlam and Women Slam. And they're no SummerSlam. They're, they're looking at a special show for the second, the first night, and they haven't made it official official yet. But they're heavily leaning towards Evolution too. Without Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. And Becky. Check. And Becky. And Ronda. <laughs> and and Ronda. Everybody they had. Yeah. Checks out. Um, it's going to be Oscar it, versus Sasha you know Banks. Why? And you know why I know Again. that's going to happen? Why? It's not a coincidence that after not wanting to do anything with her for four months, Shayna Baszler is back on Raw last night. Hmm. That's not a coincidence. It, they need bodies for that paper. Oh, Bianca Belair is yeah, there. She came back after nothing. Yeah, I that's mean, true. There's, you look, with that company, you have to look behind. Like, oh, Shayna's back. Why what, is she why back? Why is she back? Why hasn't she been pushed? Yeah. Oh, they need bodies for a pay-per-view. It, it, That's it, why. Okay. It's like we said it, before. How long has Ember Moon been hurt? She's probably done. Oh, yeah. I know she, she's done, but how long has she been hurt? She tore her, her Achilles a while ago. Yeah, and she had to have a second surgery on it. Oh, really? She's probably yeah. done, done. She's even been talking about it. What about Xavier Woods? Um, he should be back any time. I think, I think with him, honestly, I think he just like there's no it. need for him. Yeah. With COVID and... Yeah. Let them heal. Why bring more. back? You know, why do it? Just why why bring someone back when there were no uh, no fans? Yeah. What do you think about Vince's decision? And it was a Vince decision to first say anybody not comfortable working during COVID, that's fine. Uh, but and now then he's Sammy Zane at the time. Well, not only that, but now he's he's freezing their contracts. If so they're like, not so they're not working now. You owe me another six months. Yeah, that you took because off. he's getting those rating reports every Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like, yeah, but but the people who aren't working aren't going to help. Besides, well, no, Roman's even shown it doesn't help with the ratings. But the most catastrophic thing that happened this week for WWE, and there's a lot of people saying bullshit, but I can tell you for a fact it is true. John Cena's contract lapsed. He is no longer under contract at WWE. That'd be hilarious. He has officially pulled the rock from 2004. So I, I, but you know, it's nothing comes of it. But no, no, but no, but that's that safety blanket. So they, Moxley versus Cena. They tried to do the, <laughs> they tried to do the same thing with Rock, keep him under contract, even though he was a star, so they could just for the. And Cena said he's willing to work one-offs. Is that why it's they not like the- it's not like he's like saying fuck the company, but he's pulling a Rock from 2004, where it's like. He has the chance to make inroads in Hollywood, and he is. I and mean, let's, let's be he's honest. Been in a lot of movies. Let's be honest. It doesn't look good to be associated with WWE if you're trying to do that. And Cena is nothing if not a very. He looks out for himself. He's an astute first. businessman. Mm-hmm. You have to be. In that he kind honestly of he learned he gave from up. Vince McMahon. Yeah, you have you to. You look that out company. for number one first, and. Um, it may not be a bad idea to go the Hollywood route for a while. Which is another reason. I mean, they signed The Undertaker until he's like seven. Yeah, he's going to be old. like, yeah, but what the fuck good is he going to do? Nothing. Like, <laughs> sit up in a I, casket I mean, in I mean, 2035. It's, it's possible they're just haggling over money and he'll do some sort of Legends shitty thing in a week he could sign. But as of right now. And come get punted by. There's uh, no John Cena. Uh, punted by Randy. You have the uh, 1.5 rating 
for WF, mm-hmm. WWE, Raw. On cable I, TV. On cable TV. And UFC got a what? 1.3. On pay-per-view. Pay right. People had to pay $70 for that. $64.99. HD is 17 Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So how bad is your mm. business right now? That's actually... If MMA is matching your buy rate, it's not a question, but charging them seventy bucks to do it. If you could, if you had a choice, yeah, money wasn't an issue. You watch Raw every week on the setup you have, or pay seventy bucks every week for UFC. What would you pick right now? You saw this. You saw the card Saturday. If that was essentially the quality you got every Saturday, if that was the quality I got every Saturday, and money was no issue, yeah, money's not an issue. You're just, you know. I have to admit, I would probably watch UFC. Yeah. I'm and that gonna, minus the which, foot chomps, which the coming from me database. is monumental. Yeah. Uh, luckily, there's other wrestling companies I love for sure, for and sure. all that. But yes, based on the way, you, you, yeah, I, I, I would watch mm-hmm. UFC over well, that. I, I'm 100 like, percent because the thing on Saturday, WWE yeah. now 100%. for people listening who aren't UFC fans, that's not the greatest card they've ever put on. It was entertaining, but it's not a a, a spectacularly memorable card. It just well, wasn't. What would be one that we could think of? Besides, like, Connor could be... Well, I, mean, I don't even want to be... Un- huh? The one in March. With Wiley Jang and Yolanda. Yeah, but the main event sucked. Anyways. Point aside. Um, and that was far more entertaining, I would say, than weekly television for WWE. 100%. Oh, without a doubt. Um, even knowing, I would say, nobody on the fight card for you? Almost nobody? No. Nobody. Did you go in nobody. knowing anybody? I did not. Yeah. No. I was surprised I was able to, to name you 10 MMA guys <laughs> Saturday night. But I, hey, um, I named you 1070s wrestler. You did. You did. Fair, fair. Um, no. <laughs> did I, Joe. <laughs> you, Midnight I, Express. Oh, I've the only, 10 wrestlers? I got that. <laughs> I've only ever seen two UFC cards. They're both mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or this year. You watched um, McGregor one I enjoyed you? both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, like, like, if I could pick New Japan... For sure. Or UFC, I'd pick New Japan. For sure. If I could pick AEW, pay-per-views, because they haven't really disappointed me ever. Yeah. But WWE, without a doubt, they've they've lost. They used to have the, what's the term I'm looking for? The cachet. Yeah. Like, even if it was down for a bit, it's like, it's WWE. They, They'll so come back. They had the name brand they think they still have. Yes. But they don't. Uh, they've lost that, even with hard timers like me. Um, and you are... While they depend on the casual fan to grow their business, they need people like you's business to stay afloat. They need their hardcore. They need fans. our constant. They need they need our WWE networks on re, re, on renew. Yeah, they need and I, they better watch out. I'm my collection. Yeah, <laughs> I may not need that network one day. Um, they need us to to stay afloat, and they've driven hardcores off at a ridiculous rate over the last couple of years. All the people that have left are probably hardcores. I mean, there's probably oh, some yeah. in there. They, that... need, they very seriously need to have, uh, as the old saying goes, they need to have a talk with Jesus, that company, so that you... owner. That, they, they need to look in the mirror and realize, oh, this is trending terribly, and give it two more years, where are we going to be? So Joe is uh, looking with at his AW? watch. I know, I can see. Oh, no. So I have a question for everybody no, before no, we move no, on. No. I'm going to get one answer for each of you. No, it, don't, it's, uh, Go ahead, Daddy. My partner at work texts me right no. now, so let, just don't worry about it. Ask him, too. We'll get his answer. Got it. Austin. Stone cold. Austin. Each of you. Stone cold. You get one idea. What's one thing they need to do to, to try and right the ship? You get one thing, each of you. Uh, for me, I would say 
put Triple H. You can't say kill Vince McMahon. No, I'm not. No, I, I'm can't, not. Can't pull I, the old good old JR answer. Good old JR here. <laughs> I would put Triple H in charge for. Like head of creative? Head of creative. Let him, let him be the Vince. Let him do what he's done prior to USA on NXT. Let him run the ship. Let him have his guys, his crew. Let him do no Vince, yes man, nothing. Mm-hmm. Let him run it. I don't care. You can say three months, six months, or a full year. And then if that doesn't bring ratings or done anything, I go you back. Have to give it a year. You, you can't to, just oh, do it three months. So, yeah. So, give it a year. Let Triple they H. They gave Russo four months in WCW. Let Triple H run it with his crew, Borash, all that. Sapolsky. Uh, yeah. Let him do anything, everything. No Vince override. Nothing. And no Vince yes men. No Vince yep. yes men. No, no Hollywood writers. Let bring back... Yeah, wrestlers. No one that wrote Saturday Night Live. You have... You wrestlers. Have, you have Jeff Jarrett. You have Abyss in the back, and they're just agents. Jamie Noble. Yeah. You got but that's mine. Give, Jeff Jarrett and Abyss. Yeah, you're right. Give Triple H the ball. Mm-hmm. Mine's... I have uh, an idea. I'm going to go first. Um, <laughs> yeah, go. I feel like it would be more of a quick fix, but it wouldn't be... It would be like slapping... Spackle on it just to cover the hole, but it's not really fixed. You but might have it, to do, it gives you time. You might have to do that first just to buy the time. Yeah, exactly. To do the big one. Yeah. I think they're not going to do this. No, they wouldn't. Because they're in panic mode. They should not put anything on TV for like a month and take a month off. Because in sports, when we have no football for seven months, you don't have basketball for three or four months, you don't have baseball for. How can People, I miss? It, yeah, you can't. How can I miss you if you won't go? I've away? heard someone say this: like you never miss pro wrestling because pro wrestling's on every week. So, it's been said many a time. That I they feel need, like they need an why off season. Why don't they take an off season? Just take May off, or the, take the rest of April off. Like after Mania, you know that Sunday, yeah. take the three three weeks off and start again in May. So, you know how many people would be like. It was only three weeks, but it would feel like an eternity that you just wanted to see. Like, oh my god, I wonder what they're going to do. You're not wrong, and they do need an off season, but I can answer why they won't do it. Um, the same reason they didn't quit when COVID hit, because yep. the TV Contracts. companies were yeah. like, look, if you don't produ- produce live new content, you're gone. And mine will be similar to Devin, so I'll go next, as it kind of relates to his, but to hit on his point real quick, they should treat WWE like they treat Psych. Like, you get September to May, or if you want to cover the gap between when Psych would be off air, say you go November to June, so you cover, or whatever it is, yeah. the spot that they're gone. Or... But then they have a couple months off. WrestleMania could be the finale. Yeah, it lets the guys recharge, and it gives your your writers a break because they work stupid hours for, I mean, it's a thankless job. Or you could. You have so much fucking talent, just swap catering for people who are on TV and put the people, I mean, you don't have to put all your main stars in there. So my point was actually kind of related to that is I actually think, and they, not only could they, they won't do this, they couldn't do it, kind of as a pipe dream though. They should go back to one show. I think they actually have too many TV shows. They're too overexposed, and then cut. They just had raw seventy percent of the roster. So they had a whatever you pick. Pick a yeah. show. It doesn't matter. I'd pick get rid any of show. SmackDown. I would just actually severely limit the amount of exposure they have on TV. They just are there so and much with the same the thing. You know what it's going to be before you watch. Because it now. we talked like, about it. Say you cut seventy percent of the roster right now. AEW a can't afford everybody. It doesn't want everybody. Like. Okay, so they they're going to so they're going to notice one. since all this has happened, AEW has bought more people off the like, indies yeah. than shopping. We're talking on, about Warhorse, right? Or so, or uh, Ricky Starks, or 
Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Or the woman they just signed. She has a gimmick. I can't remember her name, but... Like something bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Like they're not shopping in WWE land. They're you looking go, elsewhere. Because WWE land is tainted. They don't. People don't want to see them. So Well, they need to get an AEW champion. Oh, hold or, on. Before I say answer that, um, I had a point to Mike's. Cutting down the shows? Yeah. Uh, they can't. They'll go out yeah. of business. I know they uh, can't, Because it's the... The TV deals are what are holding the them afloat. The TV deals are what are holding them afloat. If they lose the TV deal, like, they can't sustain on just the money Rob would bring in. They have to have SmackDown. They have. Does it even bring in money? <laughs> Not lately. They can't bring well, in. Let's bring in the contract it, with the. Pro- oh, they're yeah, making, they're making that the TV pro- money with the production. I mean, um, so here's mine. It's shoot. Desperate times <laughs> call for desperate measures. Don't you? And nine. You just said you can't do the kill Vince. It's fine. Kill him in storyline. They need to absolve <laughs> NXT. Move the good people from NXT up to the two main rosters and then trim the fat everywhere. And then focus on the young people. Yep. And I'm not just talking on screen. The writers, the producers, mm-hmm. the directors. Everybody from a new... They, they're putting on TV from guys who are 70 years old. That's the viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the young writers are trying to satisfy that guy. So they know what they have to write. But I think you have to you have to absolve NXT for no other reason than you have to take the, the bright spots of NXT and put them on the other two shows to bring them up. Because you're that gonna, was always the point of NXT. You're gonna have to concede defeat on Wednesday nights. Yep. There's just no way around it. And to build fine. up and save them. And even then I'm not sure it'll take a while. It'll take to be honest with you, eighteen months to two years before you see any kind of tangible change. But they're at the point where they're at rock bottom and they have to start rebuilding. They cannot rely on the old guys. When you're relying on Edge, Rey Mysterio, and Big Show to come back Mm -hmm. to bolster your team, you're lost in the sauce. And And drastic measures have to be taken. And it doesn't help that Paul Heyman, who was just fired, reassigned... His goal was to p- push. And he was starting to do his that. His job was, that's what they hired him for. It yeah. wasn't his goal. It was, that was his performance. Was like, to push the new guys. Push the young guys yep. and get our rating demos up and the young people. Make it fresh again. Uh, that's, that was his job. And he did it. And trimming the fats, of course, point needs to be people like Edge, the big show, Ramos. Yeah. You can't you cut the people in catering who aren't on TV. You have to cut Shayna Baszler. Not specific, like, as an example, but, like, you have to cut people who are honestly on television weekly. You have to make room for the people who you can build a future around that aren't getting on TV because the people who are there are not helping. And that is the best point of all, and maybe the only thing that really matters out of this entire 10-minute conversation. Because if you look at every time WWE has become relevant again, Mm -hmm. has changed, has shed its skin, as it were, to become something to worth watching. 84 with the Hogan expansion era. Mm-hmm. 97, 98 with Austin and the Attitude era. 2003 with Cena. Every time, it's when all the old guys went away. Mm-hmm. And they had to build new. If you look at, look at 98 when business exploded. When they Sean lost left. Sean. They lost Brett. Mm-hmm. They lost the entire Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm. They were building around completely new people. Same in 2003. They lost Rock. They lost Austin. Taker wasn't working full time. 
Uh, they, but all these new guys, Cena, Batista, Orton, they feel the need. In 84, even, with the Hogan expansion. 83 was built around Backlund and the Wild Samoans and Rocky Johnson. And they're all gone in 84. It's Hogan. It's Orndorff. It's Piper. It's JYD. It, you have to. Savage there yet? Nope. The only, those are the only times they've ever been able to, to do this. You have to get rid of those guys. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's, it's like we said in the beginning of this. Vince sees the ratings and go, oh, crap. What do we do? All right. Let's go to Edge. Let's go to Randy Orton. Let's go to Big Show. Let's go back to Seth Rollins. It's, oh, you know these people's names, so let's go back to them instead of pushing Angel Garza, Andrade, Buddy Murphy, The guy on the screen right there was the number one most egregious example of what's going on right now. How the hell does Ricochet not become this generation's Rey Mysterio? He has all the tools in the ring. He's updated for the new gimmick for, for the younger generation. He can do more things than Ray could do, arguably, mm-hmm. physically. Yep. He's in catering. Or if he's not, he's the storyline on the storyline on TV now is that he's easy to beat, so Lashley's just beating him up. What the fuck is I mean yep. ugh, I, I'm done. You know what? And I We're gonna get Corey he did Get over rid here. of NXT. Send yep. the guys worth a shit to the other shows. Yeah, um, it's going to create more competition because AEW, I'm not saying that if you got rid of NXT, AEW would automatically be getting a 1.5. Maybe get like a 1. But I think it would be right over around a 1. I think that's reasonable. Yep. It, it's it's like if you go back to the Monday Night War stories, which you listen to here. Thank you. WWF is not bringing back the old timers. The only old timers they brought are bringing back. Job. Job or Gerald, uh, Gerald well, and uh, well, think Pat. about it. They brought back the Road Warriors, they jobbed, job, yep. Earthquake jobbed. was put under a mask as Golga, jobbed. jobbed. Like, Boss Man may not have jobbed, but he's there to build up the younger talent. Yep. He's not necessarily being pushed, yeah. They had it figured out, they, but now it's you bring back Edge and and he's being pushed to be number one. And that's for me, I think Edge is different because of the fact that he was forcefully retired yeah and i get it people like i don't want to see him on screen but when you bring back big show who's been mia for two years and he's making a a netflix tv show and he has a dark match on wrestlemania for the title what's going on it's not good no give me that big guy from real quickly before we before we finish this you got your Shawn michaels right there yeah right there i believe adam cole baby i believe he's loyal as fuck I mean, it's in his tagline. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> if the COVID thing gets slightly better, mm-hmm. and I know this will never happen, one, because of the COVID, but technically, if he stays not under WWE contract, if I'm Bushy Road, I throw two money trucks at John Cena for just one match. Next year at Wrestle Kingdom, Tanahashi. Cena Tanahashi. And see, I uh, that's it. When you first started talking, I was like, "Please don't say AEW," but I was like, nope. "It's not where he's going to go with this." Yep. Because AWA would not want him. Yeah, they don't need him. But he wouldn't fit into them. It at doesn't all. fit at all. No. I mean, look at Matt Hardy. It, just, it doesn't yeah, fit yeah. at all. But the Wrestle Kingdom match yep. is fucking intriguing. Tokyo Dome, Cena Tanahashi, one time only. It, and you know, it, I mean, it would probably Tanahashi be. Tanahashi wins. I, will, care. I like, will not lie. If that ever happened, to be five stars. I guarantee yeah. you. You know why? Because yeah. Cena knows moves. 
Other than the five moves yeah. when he's not in WWE ring. And not, but both of them are so smart. Yeah. That they would work around what other whatever things could to throw it off. That match would be a fucking classic. Yeah. It'd be so good. Yeah. So I so, maybe see, you always I just gotta keep bringing up questions. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Jeff, this is for you. Follow up questions galore over here. Go ahead. So say that happens, Corey. Just yeah. a pipe dream. In two mm-hmm. years we have seen us on Ahashi. Yeah. Does it do better than Jericho? Yes. Business wise, yes. For yes. one, for the one night, uh, yes. Because okay, does it in, in America in Western long term fans that Jericho did? Yes, it could in Western eyes. Yes, uh, you put like WWE is popular in Japan. Yeah, but not like so. I mean, they know him, mm-hmm. but Western eyes would all just yeah. I'm gonna watch that. I and it's, it and here's the thing about Cena F nine. Whenever that comes out, yeah, it's gonna be in huge. Japan. Mm-hmm. They're yep. gonna know him. Yeah. They're going to know. So him. he's going to get that rub, and, I, and it's that <sighs> thing of even when his rap album came out, I think he went over there yeah. to China, he and, had he, a and, and the thing is, he's learned Chinese. Yeah, he's learned like, Mandarin. So. He's learned, yeah. like, so I think I think even without Westernizing it, he has the same I, career I, in New Japan. How I think crazy. Would I that think be, dude? Cena would dominate. Vince's suicide note. Fucking John Cena in the Bullet Club. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> no, oh my God, we have a. Uh, that Cena comes a, back to a good brothers. It'll never <laughs> happen, but god damn. Like, uh, uh, oh my hustle god. Hustle your respect by like bullet color on the oh back. My like, god, you're buying dude. that. Like, you don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's no, got no. a bullet oh. club armband. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Instead of the scene, the hand thing, it's the fucking bullet Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, dude. Yes. So, uh, yeah, totally that, that would mark Lay down. your ass down for the three second. Yes, <laughs> but. Uh, WWE, you fucked WWE. Get your shit together. <laughs> Do something, please. Anything. It, anything. Except it, for bringing back John Cena. It's that's getting, not the answer. That's it, not what we're saying. It's not. New Japan, you bring in John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Stanford, New Japan. no. It, no. It's to the point of, like what Devin said earlier, you're getting to the point where, where we know what you're going to be doing. Your new Undertaker. Alistair Black. If booked right. He's not as tall. I'm not talking about the gimmick. I'm talking about you need that special attraction, yep. aura kind of guy. They have it. And the guy to get him over, Mark Henry. Got it. Got Checks it. out. Um, I'm sure they'll bring him in. But you have, oh, yeah. The but new, 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 new. But you have powers. your new NWO with the Undisputed Era, all that crap. But just, you're killing yourself. Quit bringing people back. Is You're not helping the fact that we know what you're going to do. That's why we don't watch your TV lately because it's, hey, it's going to be uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, Sheamus. Well, then it gets, since you've been taping two weeks in advance, it's on the internet by... I have no problem with Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, but it should be a lot higher on the card and not about drug problems in the past. Not a, yeah. Like, it shouldn't be a bar fight? No, <laughs> it shouldn't be. You shouldn't have fans and Matt Hardy talking on Twitter about how... I, you know, Matt is worried about his brother's career direction and just hopes he can stay strong through this because he doesn't agree with it, but it's his own business. Well, it should not so, be a thing. So, so get your shit together. You know, what's also none of our business. What Charlotte Flair's doing to her. Yeah. You know what? That's an excellent segue. Look at you. That is none of our fucking business. Segway Jones over here. But she was like, fuck it. Air conditioners aren't working. I'll speak my mind. And she did. More power to her. Not all. I'm a little rough on Charlotte sometimes. Yep. Not as rough as uh, AGW over here. Yep. But well, um, she's coming back. We'll find but out all power, more power to her for 
for owning it and being like, yes, and so what? It's none of your fucking business anyway, and I'll do what I want, and I'm happy with it, and fuck you. I love the fact that Andrade it, likes them. it's always wrestling fans who it's like, oh, you got plastic surgery. Oh, look at that. And then they, they sure got every a, diva had plastic surgery. And they, like, and they bought body shamer. Yeah. Alexa Bliss. Looks like she got some new tits. Well, yeah. By the way, do you know? Uh, <laughs> don't. First don't, of all, don't. Corey will skip across the table. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. But Nobody you, body shame Miss Bliss. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like when she when she came back well, more. Biscuit, but when I'll she, be honest. I could be, I could be married to her and I wouldn't spend four hundred dollars on a cameo. Wow. But you know what I mean. Like she came <laughs> back that? and everyone's like everybody <laughs> everybody, everybody uh, saw that and they're like oh and then body shame and she then she had to come out and be like. I've already had pl- breast implants. Yeah. This is just... She did it for her own... Self-esteem. Self-esteem. Because, um, you know, she had issues. I mean, anybody who knows her story knows that she had issues. She had anorexia yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. What makes her happy? Go for it. That's, it's none of our business. None of our damn business. I've been fighting anorexia for 30 years, and God damn it, I'm winning. Yeah, Devin, it's not your fucking business. Shut I'm bulimic! Up. Shut up, Devin. But, yeah. I've, I've almost... I've, why did you lie to me? I don't want to guarantee that I've beat it, but I'm pretty fucking close. <laughs> but, you know. Just, just say it's the bottom it. of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Two strikes. And I've got a comfortable Here lead. comes Sandman. <laughs> bases, are, bases, are, bases are loaded. Here comes the second greatest thing you want to talk She went on a little Twitter feed yesterday and just telling people, Alex like, Rodriguez up she, it's <laughs> not silicone poisoning, but it's something to do with it. Yeah. But, so. you know, take your time, whatever. Yeah. I'm not missing you, but... You know, don't hurry back. <laughs> I'm like, typical me with her, like, speak your mind. Stay away. It's fine. I, so, <laughs> you know, speak your mind from a distance. Yeah. Don't so, rush back. I, Stay outside. So, speak your mind on Twitter, not television. So I clicked on the feed to see what she was talking about, right? The first comment I saw, mm-hmm. are Carmela's real? I'm like, and, it, and it's some no. like 60-year-old dude. Of course it is. Wrestling fans are the worst. Like that awkward picture of Becky Lynch getting hugged. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, yeah. And it's just this big old... What's funny about that, though? And she's just like, uh... She's white-knuckled. Like The only thing that redeems that moment is that when they announced the pregnancy on Raw, someone's like, congratulations to the couple. And it was was that picture. That's classic. My my brother took... When we went to the Rumble, my brother took... um, Humble break. My niece yeah, to go you, meet Sasha and Bailey. You're actually sitting on the rumble chair right now. <laughs> it went okay because the fact that the group before them tried to do the prom photos and like kept touching them. Ugh. Like security had to come up to them like, "Hey, what's wrong with people?" And like, she, and if they, we could get one with your boobs out, that'd be great. All right, and three. And so my they what? they were nice to my niece, Good. but it was just like. My brother was like, they seemed irritated. Like, I've kidding? heard conflicting reports about Bailey. Yeah. Sasha's always a bitch. But they, it was just, they both all came up. You don't like, say. Five guys came up, like, let's do the prom pick. I can just see Sasha's reaction to that. But then, like, then she saw Becky, and then Becky, like, went straight to my niece. Yeah. And so coming to, they. You should be pushed. That's why, and that's why she's in the position she's in, and Sasha's still in the position that she's in. That there's stuff a, makes a difference. A couple yeah. things Sasha Sasha's going to win the title, so get her position higher on the card. Yeah, I mean, she needs to consult Charlotte's physician yeah. about one of them. Well, well, Vince now, hold on, hold on. To be clear, she needs to be adopted by Ric Flair. No Cell Entertainment no. is not recommending this. That's a Vince McMahon. We're it? simply saying that if you want to get ahead as a woman in that company with yep. that man in charge, with that man in charge, you need a tit job. Yep. Uh, Kylie Ray. 
mm-hmm. came out and was like, I might be doing that. Uh-huh. She wanted re- respond like yeah. people to bring it up. But it's like, more do power you want to do it? Yeah. More power to her. Yeah, more power to them. It just sucks that they feel that like that's required of them to Dude. get ahead in that company. I'm not going to grab about bigger talent. titties. But, but it's more about like, yeah, it's nobody's business. And, it's, and it's, it's however you feel. Make, makes you feel better about yourself. I actually think more should not do it. Yeah. Not because of personal choice, but simply because it's almost like the tattoos. My wife has like 41 tattoos. Mm-hmm. She's a heavily tattooed woman. She loves ink. When I first met her, was 2002. There are a lot of people with tattoos. Yep. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's blown up exponentially yeah. since then. For sure. And we were having this conversation not so long ago, and I was like, you know what? What's weird is that now I'm almost considered the freak in this relationship because I don't have any tattoos. Any, yeah. And I feel like women need to think about that in the wrestling business. Like, in it, pretty soon, like, you might be more unique if you have an actual real body. And you don't have the surgery. It's like dudes, dudes with facial hair. Yeah, that's a, a common thing now. While some people, that, when the guys that don't, they're like, "Hey, freak! You don't have a beard or a mustache." I've like, had mine since '05, bitches. And it's it's it's, it's kind of like uh, same, kind of like the colored hair with women now. Yeah, multiple different colored hair, which I think looks cool. Yeah, I it's, like it's awesome. Fan. However, it was a tr- it was a trend that just exploded. And now you're almost, again, more unique if you just have your natural fucking hair color. Yep. Real name, no gimmicks. It's always good to stand out, whether Those it be and extremes. So, and, yeah. and, and when you start to stand out, people may think that's weird and strange, but a year down the line, you everybody's can, fucking doing it. Just following your lead. Like, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's their, it's it's each pro- it's, yeah. it's their individual choice. That's and why it's, I shave only half of my testicles. Yeah, but oddly, you John Ten to them. No, nice. No, no he, but he so, does. He does the cane from two thousand three. Oh, it's weird. Shit. No, it's he does. Weird. He does like a third of this side, a third of that side. So it's like a mohawk down the middle. <laughs> oh, well, uh, the, oh, you gave yourself a, an animal, huh? That's what he calls it. The animal. He calls it Chuck Makes sense because every once in a while he yells out, it's, "Oh, what a rush!" I call it the Ice Man. The Ice Man. I was going to say the Ice Man. <laughs> he dies at one, so, so it's actually the let, let, Beach Bad Boy. You know, two. To each their own. <laughs> yes, to each their own. And you know what? To each their own also uh, kind of goes to another thing we we're going to talk about, buddy. And that, that is that a bullet club is evil. evil. Did not see that one coming. <laughs> no. I, if you'd have asked me what's going to happen over those two nights with the finals and the <laughs> and Dominion, uh, I would not have said first that evil's going to win. Yep. And then I definitely wouldn't have said he's going to beat Naito. For the titles. Lights are bright. And then I definitely wouldn't have said, and he does it by joining Bullet Club. So what was your your thought going in? Dick Togo from Kayentai. God damn it. What was your thought going into it? What did you think was going to be the outcome of those two nights? I thought Evil was going to win the New Japan Cup, only Mm -hmm. because I did not think, and I was right, that they were going to waste a Naito Okada match on a... Well, not empty. One-third full building. Mm -hmm. They're up to having... Limited. Well, they could actually do about that. It. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they uh, follow fucking doctors. Or Although I've heard their shows were a little rough because they they really can't cheer. Yeah. So it's you know they got all the mask on and they, they don't want you to like uh. yeah. So it's there's people there, but it's still kind of a quiet somber thing. But at least there's people there. Yeah. There's people there. Brag so about it. so I figured okay, evil will win, but then Naito will just beat him. Yeah. It'll be like a Los Angeles thing. Yeah. No. Uh, 
<laughs> no, wrong. Hey, did you guys have? Did you have any, you two seen how evil betrayed him? No, it was it's so the awesome. coolest I've, thing. So, I've just seen pictures so, of him with the title. Los Angeles does this, do this, and right? they all come together. All come together. Fists come together. Right. And so it's just Naito and Evil we does are the nation. it. Huh? We are the nation. Basically, so Naito does it, yep. and then Evil does it, but then he does. The two sweet at the top, oh. and then attacks and them. then attacks them down. Damn, and yeah, it so, was really cool. It's just like one of those cool turns. Like, <laughs> like, all right, they're gonna pose, and then all of a sudden, too sweet. Then it's like, then the Bullet Club and come then, out. What? And then bam, he's down. And then John Cena's there, what? right? Yeah, he's so, standing there in the middle of the ring with a trench coat on. When I woke up Sunday morning and Evil's holding both belts, I went, "What the hell?" <laughs> right? Everybody did. That was like that was like the around the world. That was the universal. Like I saw wrestlers. From America. Like, oh, so I just got up. What's got, what the fuck? Like Eric Stevens, independent wrestler Eric. Yep, he was yep. like, what the fuck? So you're telling me they don't have Hollywood fighters and they booked a compelling storyline. Yes. Fucking and, weird. And they built up a, young, a mid-card guy to now be a main guy. Weird, right? Right. And, uh, and also, if he didn't win, Scott Steiner would be over there in a minute. Yeah, I could, so. I, much, much, much congrats to the third Steiner brother, Evil. Yep, Evil. Absolutely. Yep. Evil Steiner. Making the little ones proud. Uh, Evil Steiner. Yeah, awesome. Maybe one day, little sister Rhea will get to cool. have the bright lights as well. Cool. Uh, so here's the deal. In my bedroom. Very smart. My, my kid always asks when it comes to the New Japan pay-per-views, Dad, who's going to win? And I give him the same answer every time, and I have for like two years. I don't try to figure it out, dude. It's Gato. <laughs> Gato. While every other booker in wrestling is playing checkers, he's playing 3D chess. Right. I, I never try to get too fixed in onto what I think he's going to do because mm-hmm. this happens. This happened for a couple of reasons, uh, more than likely. Mm-hmm. Again, it's Gato, so. <laughs> One. One, he was drunk. <laughs> I, I don't think Evil was probably meant to win the New Japan Cup mm-hmm. when it was originally going to happen in March because the winner of that was going to wrestle Naito at Dominion. Or not Dominion, but uh, Sakura Genesis. And I'm pretty sure he was meant to win that match. Naito was. Gato was smart. They book out the world title changes long in advance. Yeah. What this told me is that Naito was always scheduled to lose the title at Dominion. More than likely to Jay White. Oh, and Jay White Because this looks like, kind of like when Kenny Omega left, and they just put Jay White into the spot. That's what this looks like to me. It blows my mind, because in our eyes, when Kenta joined, you can go, he's in charge now. Even though Jay White's in charge, you can tell that Kenta is the one that's pulling the strings. Now even he's not working. Well, he's not working either. Kenta's not working either, so... So the thought process was the main dude in Bullet Club beats Naito at Dominion. So when they came back and Kento couldn't work and Jay White's stuck in Australia, he can't work. And it became, hmm. And my, it must be said that those within the business who knew, knew as of late last year that the plan was to push evil hard this year. They were going to make him something. I don't think this is the idea they had in mind, but it's the hand they were dealt, and they decided, okay, one, a Bullet Club guy was supposed to beat Naito tonight, and we're going to push Evil to the moon. One plus one is two. Evil's now the leader of Bullet Club. Yeah. <laughs> and here's and, how and we're going to do it. And it has people talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and they're talking. 
Uh, so really, it just accomplished the two things they were already going to do. And it also has proven that um, I think it must be stated that along with AEW, in my opinion, when it comes to major wrestling companies, these two have done the best navigating these COVID waters, adjusting on the fly, doing things that make sense still. But yes, they weren't what you originally planned. Um, WWE's failed miserably. These two with this. I mean, is this going to work? Is it going to be huge business? Who knows? Who knows? But at least they're doing what they're supposed to do, which is build up another guy Mm -hmm. to be a star. How long will he hold it? That I don't know. If it doesn't work. I mean, they've they've taken chances before, but this they've always worked. Like in 2014, AJ Styles signs with New Japan. Finn Balor is leaving. Finn Balor had been pushed as leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah, he was getting there. He was about to turn baby, but like he turned on the Bucks that night because he was leaving. But the storyline all up until he was sure he was leaving was he was building up to wrestle Okada and probably. And I would say definitely knowing this history was booked to win. He leaves. They sign AJ Styles, who is unproven in Japan. Nobody, TNA, not a big thing in Japan. Almost nobody knew who he was. His first match later that month, he wins the IWGP title. Talk about a fucking gamble. Damn. But they had the plan that the leader of the Bullet Club was going to beat Okada. And they went with it anyway. Whoever that leader may be. <laughs> and because AJ is one of the best wrestlers in the fucking world. He got over and it worked. Kenny Omega leaves. They do the same thing. Jay White just takes his place, wins the title. So I have no doubt that this was supposed to be Jay White again. And they just, they did it. It worked with AJ. It worked with White. So I have no reason to believe it won't work with evil. Also, before you say anything, I said 3D chess. I mean it. First of all, nobody gets into Bullet Club without betraying somebody. Yep. AJ betrayed the fans, showing up as a young guy and then a uh, new guy, and then joins Bullet Club. Omega betrayed Ibushi. AJ. Well, but Omega betrayed uh, AJ yep. and ousted him from Bullet Club. Jay White betrayed Okada and Chaos to join Bullet Club and win, right? Yep. Okada lost the title to AJ in 2014 when Yujiro Takahashi, the pimp, the Tokyo pimp, yep. Turned on chaos to help Bullet Club. In this match tonight, Evil won the title in large part because Yujiro Takahashi came in and interfered again, screwing Okada a second time. And now they're fighting at the next show. 3D chess. Everything makes sense. It's a storyline that you can follow, and it's long term. Nobody it, else in wrestling it, does it, it. It's with New Japan. It's, it's years. It's years. It's months. Yeah, it's to, I mean, no, no, five in, years into WWE standards. It's two weeks. People were like, "Oh, why is Okada taking on Yujiro?" But I got it right off the bat. As soon as I heard that he helped Evil win, and then going back to six years ago when he turned on Okada, his partner, by the way, in Chaos, real Luger Sting situation. Yeah, it's it's long term <laughs> storylines that make sense. I mean, it's. The 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 one <sighs> the one thing I still still don't understand Dick to go how did he get back into this Dick to go nobody knows uh, they needed they're big on loyalty uh, in, and respect, in Japanese and period and in wrestling Gato is Jay White's dude it's you know he thinks he's the man he 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 left Okada 
to, to partner behind Jay White. So they couldn't put Evil with Gato. I mean, they're still in the Bullet Club together, but... I get what you're saying. So they needed yeah. someone else on the outside. Uh, Dick Togo's a legend. He was part of Kai and Tai with Taka and all those guys. Choppy, choppy, your pee-pee. Yep. Um, well, okay. He's a fucking legend. Have you never heard of that? I've heard of that, but okay. I know that was him. Yeah, um, he was one of them. And now he's not under contract or anything, but he's... Just there. He's there. It's a genius move because, again, he's one of those guys, and in Japan they do this. He's like 50, but can still go. But you put him with the young guys, and the, he'll, he'll take put the pin. Up. He'll put him over. He'll put him over and build them up. That's what it's all about. It's not hard to see how to run a successful wrestling business. Vince just won't do it. Boom. Roasted. But well, yeah, Evil's the man. So, evil, two belts. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Time Bomb. Time Bomb's next. From Los Angeles. Heartbroken. Angry. Wants revenge. So he's taking on Evil for the IWGP title at the next big show. Uh, after the title Ooh. match, after the title match, Time Bomb comes up, makes the save. Ha- it, it's like the um, a war scene. He has uh, Naito in his arms, and he's like, like "Oh yeah, Evil! he was great. He was great at selling it, like because he's a little unhinged anyway, the broken neck and all that. So it was it was perfectly done. But he just has Naito in his arms, and he's like, "Evil!" Just like, Every yeah. villain is lemons. So, Evil, your two-belt champ. Uh, th- Three-belt. Oh. He's still the never-open-weight yeah. six-man champs champ, with champ, Los champ. and Gorbin Oh, champ, my champ, gosh. Champ. So, three belts, and we go to... Evil three-straps. Evil three-straps. <laughs> three Fuck you, to, Bailey. Evil yeah. three-straps. But we go to NXT yes. as we have a North American champ and NXT champ as it's Keith Lee. <sighs> what a mistake on... Did it less than the impact because yes. you knew the results? Yes. Like for you to, yes. No. The match was good. To me, it le- the match was really good. Yeah. But to me, it lessened the results because they did it on free TV. This should have been a takeover. This is this is how desperate they are. They're giving away. Th- think about it. this was a title unification match yep. between your two biggest stars, and you did it on two weeks build on free TV. That's desperation. This should have been safe for a takeover. It should have been a much bigger deal than it was. You're saying it's they like did WCW 1999. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did Keith Lee a huge disservice. Yeah. This he deserved the big platform. Um, he got confetti. I, it, it was cool, and it was a feel good moment. So and it was Butler, where they win a title, you know what I mean? But I just couldn't get over the fact Jimmer. that that they're they're desperate, and all of it to to, to beat Fighter Fest. In the ratings, which they did three weeks in a row now. Well, depends on okay. how you look but at we're, it. We we already talked about that yeah. in the raw. It's yeah. that the demographics of fifty year olds are still watching WWE to the eighteen and young or older. A lot of a lot of sixty year old men watched Keith Lee win the title, and that's cool. It still counts. God damn it! I said he's gonna win, and he won. But you heard that. <laughs> but the only thing that matters in ratings these days is the demographic of fake eighteen to forty nine, which AEW still won easily. Mm-hmm. AEW was number seven on the night in cable overall. Nice. NXT wasn't even in the top twenty. So Heard that, but yet, but yet they're still like we won, we won the night, and it's like cool. Yeah, you had more viewers, and I'm not scoffing at that. Right, it's going to help USA. Got to be happy about it, but not the viewers that count. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> the viewers that count, and, and and USA can't be too happy about that. So WWE won the popular vote. 
AEW won the electoral college. Yes. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. Uh, but I, it's one of those things that, like, seeing that it was spoiled hurts. And he's even come out and said, yeah. like, it was a little gut punch, but that's... The hand you're dealt. You guys bashed in my glory a week early. <laughs> that's actually a good line. God damn it. Yep, look at you. Um, good yeah, match, though. Plug really me in. Yeah. Call me a writer. But now... <laughs> Uh, they're moving on from Adam Cole to uh, Baby. Killer Cross. Did you hear the drama there? Uh, no. There's drama Carrion. there. The drama is that uh, they want Adam Cole on the main roster right now. Hmm. Which in part is a large part of why they rushed it. Yeah. yeah. Orig- they want all of Undisputed. And Triple Era. H is holding guns at the door like, fuck you. They want all of Undisputed. They want all of Undisputed Era. Yeah. All of Undisputed Era doesn't really want to go to the main roster. Yeah, it checks out. Does anybody from Undisputed want to go to the main roster? Uh, Roderick so, Strong. Everyone else does so not. So there's more <laughs> than that. So there's a possibility right now. That they hold out. No, that Adam Cole goes to the main roster by himself and is no longer an Undisputed Era. Oof. Time will tell. Oh. Because do you really think Vince is going to lose that war? Oh, you want to stay in developmental? Fine, I'll just take the guy I wanted anyway. And boom. Let's hope not, because I saw somebody... Uh, Only you, if they bring back his Ring of Honor music. Yes. Did you see uh, Gorgano's thing? Yeah. A fan, a fan tweeted to him about how, like... Are you scared to be on the main roster? You're scared to be on the main roster, and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm working with my wife. I'm working with my best friends. We're develop, help, I'm helping development people. Oh, are you calling... He's, he's like, your time there, and you don't want to be the main ro- roster. Is that type of success for you? And he's like, yeah. Nobody down there wants to go up to the main roster. Yeah, he, he likes the fact that he works with his wife, works with his best friends, works with people. He likes to develop, help develop people at the training performance center. He likes doing all the things that he does, and people like, sounds like someone's a chicken shit to go to the main roster. But why? Look at everybody down on NXT that goes to the main roster. They're put behind Randy Orton, Big Show, look and at, Edge. Look at Ricochet and Aleister Black. Enough said. There used to be celebrations when you got called up. People were legit thrilled. Now you've got people like Undisputed Era who have been very successful. They're like, I don't want to go. You got Champa and Gargano. I don't want to go. You know? And, and it's more than just those guys. It's just some of the guys that don't want to go, to be perfectly honest, don't have the clout to be like, I don't want to go, to at least make it a discussion. Right. Yeah. Some guys, it's just like, well, that's what you're doing or you're gone. Okay. Some would be like, Oh, darn. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Velveteen's oh, still shucks. wearing those Call Me Up Vince pants. Uh, he's, he's not answering his phone right now. Yeah, he's, his yeah. phone is not. His phone's he ringing, but the he car ain't he picking up. But uh, Fighter Fest and uh, Great American Bash. Uh, Corey, let's do a quick. Yeah, quick. Uh, let's get to the Great American Bash first since we've been talking about it. Yeah. Um, street fight match. Candice LeRae defeated Mia Yim. This is a really good physical match. Gave it three and a quarter. Mia Yim lost again? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Bronson Reed defeated Tony Nese. This was Her a. Husband. They, get, they both can't win. This was a really good. <laughs> this was a really good kind of just basic. Here's Bronson Reed. Tony Nese is so underrated, so good at being the guy that could take a loss and make a guy look important. And that's what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, I gave it three and a quarter. It was a good match. Could have been better. Give these guys a takeover, and I think they'd still the show. Uh, but still good match. Gargano looks strong. Six-man tag team match. Legado del Fantasma defeated Drake Maverick and Brizongo. Shocking. Two and a half. 
perfectly fine match. Don't need Brizongo look, at all. I was going to say Legato de Del Fantasma and Drake Maverick looked good. I like Brizongo. I like both guys. I think they're they're good pros. They do what they do. That's some of the fat that needs to be cut. Uh, yep. I believe we said that last week. Yep. <laughs> and next week. Mercedes Martinez, they, they re-debuted as a new kind of badass, uh, gothier-looking chick. Okay. Rhea Ripper, yes. Yeah, and defeated Santana Garrett, starring three quarters. Not that it was bad, as if this was a, a squash. She was yeah. debuting. And then the winner-take-all match for the NXT title and NXT North American title. Keith Lee defeated Adam Cole to win the uh, NXT title. I gave it three and a half. Good match. Again, could have been better, I think, if you had the live at a different place. Um, place. Are they getting rid of the North American title? I don't think so. Um, I think it's either he gives it up. He probably drops it to somebody. Or they follow New Japan, the Rage, you know, two belts. Wouldn't be the first time they've kind of copied New Japan's I think think they're going to drop it and probably do a tournament because they got nothing better to do. That's more likely, yeah. They've got all this time in COVID and empty arena and shit and just run a big old tournament. Makes sense. 75 people. Uh, Gauntlet match. Fighter Fest. Every week. Let's go to Fighter Fest. Night two. AEW World Tag Team title match. Kenny Omega and Adam Page defeated Private Party. Three and three quarters. Really good match that picked up towards the end. Again, for a team that was only supposed to be together for a short while. Page and Omega are fucking ridiculous. Oh, God, man. Uh, quick thing. Yeah. You see the people talking about how, and I admit, probably some of us in this room, how they don't like the idea that Omega's still part of a tag team. Not He's not the number one guy. And people like questioning, it's a year in. questioning AEW's uh, uh, fine, guys. thoughts. No, it's fine. And in all fairness, it was well known that year two was supposed to be the year that Omega became the dude. And it's that the, was thing, the whole plan. And the thing is this. If COVID did not hit. It probably would be happening. It would, he, would be, he would be number one right that's now. That's why I have no problem with it. Because Co- COVID threw a huge monkey wrench into mm-hmm. everything. But also, just roll with what's working. And plus it's fucking it, working really well. Yeah, plus it's just working. Roll with it. So just roll it. There'll be plenty of time. He ain't going anywhere. It He's makes the breakup better. I have an idea, too, for how we can turn on him. Man, yeah. If you just listen back a few podcasts. There you go. There you go. Lance Archer destroyed Joey Janela, but I gave it three stars because it was such a good, like, extended squash. Like, I love it. It was brutal. <laughs> I love Joey Janela is the perfect guy to take I'm, this kind of beating from Lance Archer. That's me. Sure you are. Looks yeah. just, uh, that freaked that me thing, out. Then that, that pack picture you tagged me and freaked me out. That's why I said, I'm like, Jesus, you got an older brother? I was like, oh, all right. <sighs> Let's not even get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Eight-man tag team match, Lucha Brothers and the Butcher and the Blade defeated the Young Bucks and FTR. My God. That was a spot fest. That was a spot fest, and I loved it. I thought it was great. The Canadian the Destroyer, Destroyer the off road. the ropes onto the group of guys on the outside of the ring. It was amazing. was ridiculous. It was amazing. Uh, uh, but there were other I mean, I like the storyline they're going with. I like what they're doing. Yeah. With FTR Fun and match. the Bucks. Mm-hmm. It was, so they were like near each other. But, but not, not together. There was a little bit of teamwork, but a little bit of uh-huh. not working together. And a little bit of because bumping into each other. It's so moves. crazy, right? It's kind of, I'm trying to think of a better, a good example, but it's like, you know eventually what the match is. Yeah. And they're just, they're dropping stuff. Yeah. Because they know you won it, but they're not giving it to and you. And one, they have to wait till there's crowd for uh, that. For sure. 
And it's fantastic. The match also, I mean, fucking Ray Phoenix again. Jesus fucking Christ. Ray Phoenix, <laughs> maybe the most amazing dude in wrestling. The shit that guy does. And he makes it look so easy. It's like if Ricochet in 1996, Ray Mysterio got together and had a baby. And that baby. And then, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> Cedric Alexander. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And those two babies met. In- and I got news for you. The last two weeks have been a revelation. Not for me, because I, I kind of knew what they were capable of. But the Butcher and the Blade are a fucking good tag team. It's just this is such a stacked tag yeah. team division. Crazy that they're, like, they're like eighth on the depth chart. They'd be like the second or third best team in WWE right now. It, it's it, and I'll say this Firefest was ruined because I did check the spoilers just to, like on Reddit just like bullshit, boom 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 yeah. boom. It was legit. Yeah. Like everything was like Butcher and Blade and uh, Lucha Bros defeat FTR and the Bucks. I'm like, okay, but questionable. It was so good. Yeah, it was. It was good. I gave it four and a half. I love that tag match. Uh, to me, it's the second best tag match of the year behind yeah. Bucks and Omega and Page. Yeah. Um, Handicap match, Nyla Rose defeated Kylan King and Kinsey Page. Holy shit, that was this year. Yeah, I, Revolution. That was in February. February. Yeah. Oh, my God. I gave it one star. It was a good quick squash for Nyla. She announced that she's going to get a manager. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, we're it's, watching... Uh, it's Taz. Takeover. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I was just kidding. I think it's Vicky Guerrero. That would be it's Vicky. Call. It's yeah. Vicky. We're watching. We're watching a takeover, and it's blowing it uh, <laughs> Imagine when she does it. It's blowing uh, Devin's mind. Six-man tag team match. Brody Lee, Stu Grayson, and Colt Cabana defeated SCU. SCU. It was a good match. I give it three stars. I like the storyline with with uh, Brody Lee courting Colt Cabana to join the Dark Order. I don't know where it's going. It's either him joining, or it's Brody Lee manipulating him and then turning on him, because that would be perfect for that character and that storyline. But the story was the hematoma on Cole yeah, Cabana. Yeah, I was just going to say, holy Vanna. shit. And then finally, Chris Jericho defeated Orange Cassidy. It's a good match. Uh, Orange showed what he can do in a real spot when put there. Three and a half. Perfectly and fine match. Yeah, it was a perfectly fine match. <clears throat> Overall, over the two weeks, I thought the Fighter Fest was a better show both weeks. Um, if I had to pick the best, well, I think that eight man tag was the best match of the two weeks for either show. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, there was nothing on NXT that was worth much to me other than Keith Lee and Adam Cole. I think that match lived up to what it should be and, and was good. Everything else was just kind of there. Um, I think it's obvious they just kind of threw that shit together at the last minute. So, yeah, that's my uh, takedown on those, Joe. All right. We have another card, Joe. We have a couple more cards. Let's mark. Let's do a quick mark out. No sell because we got some fantasy to be talking about. I got soon. some fight for the fallen. I have uh, the Nightmare Sisters. Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, versus to be announced. So job. Nope. Not nope. feeling it. Not feeling it. Hard pass on that. I'm gonna hard pass that. Uh, we have the elite of Kenny Omega and the Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Nah, because I mean I'll I'll it'll mildly because it'll be a good match. It'll be a good match, but you know who's winning. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, Jurassic Express. Course. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that for me, the pin though. As long as it's a good match, is all I care about. Marco's pinning Kenny. That's what everyone has locked in. Yes, yep. Marco pinning Kenny is yes. obviously the player. <laughs> Without question. Uh, we also have FTR versus the Lucha Bros. 
I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued. Me too. Are, We're going to teach you how to hold the tag ropes. Is FTR going to make them work a different kind of match, or are they going to no. <laughs> fold and do the lucha uh, shit? So is it one of those, like, we're, um... No, you're working a different match. We're going to make you work a different yeah. match. You don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, very intrigued. It could go either way. Are they so going to if they want to get hooked? <laughs> Big old mark out for this I'm one. marked out for that one. Uh, this one had controversy. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Cody defending the AEW TNT Championship against Sonny Kiss. Yeah, fuck all you uh, yeah. gay baiting like Did you homophobic. see the, the one of the guy that he replied to? Yep. yep. I was like, woo! Yeah. All right, then. Fuck that yeah. guy. Yeah, fuck that fuck guy him. and fuck and everyone then, else. And then I believe this is going to happen. I'll, I'll mark out for that match, though. I'll, I'll mark out for the match as well. Uh, we have John Moxley defending the AEW World Championship against Brian Cage. Is that happening? I yeah. think it is. I, everything everything shows that he's a go. Everything's a everything go. said it's a go. He's he's cleared everything and she's uh, Renee Young. She's negative. She's he's too. negative. As long as he they're passes, fucking again. As long as he passes whatever they did the test when he gets there, it's good. Yep. Um, he'll win. Moxley will keep it. Yeah. It'll be some sort of disputed decision yep. so that Cage has a reason to have the FTW belt. Yeah, Cage has the FTW belt. The original belt, not no yep. remade. It's the one from Taz's office. Um, oh, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a fun card. That's the, the match is announced That's so Saturday, far. Right? That's, no, it's tomorrow. That's mo- it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Wednesday. It's the Dynamite. Yeah, okay. they have uh, Io Shirai versus Tegan Knox going up against that. Good luck with that. Uh, should I do <laughs> Slammiversary or the horror show at Extreme Rules? Well, Slammiversary is Saturday, so let's do that one next. Uh, Slammiversary, we have a gauntlet match. Holy oh. okay. All right, here, here you go, Google. Uh, Alicia Edwards versus Havoc versus Kiera Hogan versus Kimberly versus Kylie Ray versus, I can't say that one, Nevaeh? Is that Nevea. right? Versus Madison Rain versus Rosemary versus Susie versus Tasha Steeles versus Taya Valkyrie. I knew three of them. I knew three of them as well. Hell yeah. Taya Valkyrie, uh, Madison Rain, yep. and uh, Kylie Ray. Yep, there it is. Those are the three I know. There it is. <laughs> so, Corey, um, anybody in that match worth a note? <laughs> I mean, there's they have a talented women's division. Winner yeah. become number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. I'm trying. I can't figure out who's going to win that. Uh, I'm going to uh, put my money on, uh, I don't know. Taya, Taya, Probably Taya. Taya seems like the favorite, but she just had the longest women's title reign in history of the company. I feel like they might go with Kylie Ray. She's new. Yeah, I'll go with Kylie Ray. Uh, you going to mark out for it? Mildly. I'm not going to watch it, so <laughs> I won't watch I it. I will so. watch it. I never miss I can't it. have access to watch it. Uh, for the Impact World Tag Team Championships, the North defend against Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. The, the team is called the North. The North. They're from Canada. Okay, I was like, They're, it's like Team Canada. What but in the fuck? They updated <laughs> it. They used to be called the Motor City Machine. No, uh, hold on. <laughs> it was a weird name. O-D-B. Monster Mafia. Mobster Mafia. Mm. They're a monster mafia, but they're just two guys. From, they're really fucking. There was great another tag team. mafia team in there too. Yeah, what was the other mafia the main team? Event main, event mafia. Mafia. main event mafia. That's they're a really fucking good team. Um, easily the best team that's in the Impact. And Ken Shamrock and who? Sammy Callahan. Mark out no cell. <laughs> no, it's it's <laughs> Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. So. Uh, for the Impact X Division Championship, Willie Mack defends against Chris Bay. Oh, I'm marking Mark out for that one. X Division yeah, matches. I saw Willie no, Mack. No idea. Willie Mack is awesome, and Chris Bacon go. I love X Division matches. Yeah. Uh, for the Impact Knockouts Championship, Jordan Grace defends against Deanna Perrazzo. Weird. I heard that name before. Weird. Yeah, I think Jordan Grace keeps she her. She's not under, uh, Deanna's not under contract yet. And she pretty much openly said she's just trying to get her reps in until she can get to AEW. I so, mean, there's that. There you go. 
for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, Moose. old school rules. Moose defends against Tommy Dreamer. What is extreme? Uh, well, I don't know. It's when you uh, weren't good as you <laughs> once was. Because I haven't watched this week's Impact. <laughs> uh, so they're doing a weird thing with Moose, where you know Tessa Blanchard was Impact World Champ and wouldn't come into the country. Yep. And Moose has been calling himself Mr. Impact, and he was tired of the TNA resurgence around many of They were supposed to have a TNA show, a reunion show. Mm-hmm. And they had the TNA world title at the announcer's desk for just, just to show it. So Moose just took it. Like and christened himself TNA World Champion. I like it. And I like the storyline is that it's like the company doesn't recognize it. Nobody recognizes it but Moose. But he and he like uh, the the Impact Ring announcer is the old WCW, David Pinzer. <laughs> and so he and he does the <laughs> he does the ring announcing from the floor, right? Yeah. But when Moose is coming out, he gets pissed. He does he introduces Moose. But from the aisle way, Moose is like pointing at him. And, no, you fucking. And he goes around and he, every time he, he grabs him, makes him get in the ring and makes him properly introduce him as the reigning and defending TNA World Heavyweight Champion. He makes him call each match a TNA World Title match. That's fantastic. He physically forces the ref to hold up the belt and the announcers all the time. It's not a real belt. It's not sanctioned. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's an awesome storyline. So then, like, I guess in their lineage, is the title technically vacant then? Like yeah, because, because TNA became Impact, so the Impact World title technically has the lineage of the TNA title. It just kind of morphed in. And Tuss is not champ? Anymore. Not anymore. And, and at first, they thought Weird. they might be able to do a match between the two. Because he was obviously like, I'm the only champ here. I'm the only champ willing to do anything. Yeah. But now that she, we'll talk about it later, now it's just like, they started a storyline, and now he's just fucking That's champ. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. It's Locked into it. Yeah. And he's done well. He's done well with it. Not bad. Um, I'll mark out. And then, for the Impact World Championship, that is vacant. It is Eddie Edwards versus Trey versus Ace Austin versus a mystery opponent. And who is that mystery opponent, if you had to guess? If I had to put money on it right now, it's EC3. If I put money on it. I'm not confident in that, though. I get the feeling there's way more than one former champ coming back. I get the feeling you're going to see EC3, Eric Young, possibly Bully Ray. His Ring of Honor contract lapsed. I think you could see all of them, plus Anderson and Gallows at the pay-per-view. And I think Heath Slater might be a good bet, too. Damn. As far as this, I th- I'm going to guess EC3. All right. Mark out? Oh, I'm definitely marking out. And I, Who do you think wins? The mystery opponent? I or, think EC3. Yeah, I think it's, if it's EC3, he wins. I want to see Ace Austin win it. He's he's a young guy, only like 21, 22. But he's done such a good job of building himself into a credible guy. I want to see him win it. But we'll see. Well, I love his Ace Austin 316 shirt. It says, I just banged your mom. Because he had a storyline with Trey the year, last year about how he wanted to fuck his mom. <laughs> well, there's that. Wow. Uh, all right, well, that was that Slammiversary, but let me get you to the better show of the weekend. Oh, well, uh, fuck you. The <laughs> horror show at Extreme Rules, where we started off with Apollo Crews defending the United States Championship against MVP. I'm so hoping MVP wins this fucking bill. I'm going to no-sell this. I'm yeah. no-selling it, but I just hope he wins. Uh, we also have uh, an eye for an eye match. No sell. No. The match can only be won when one competitor extracts an eye of their opponent. I just uh, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. 
I'm well, going to no sell this. They both have eyes in their last name. Maybe that's what they're going for. A thousand no sells. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Don't worry. Now nah, we're good. Hold on. I can save the day because okay. we have a Wyatt Swamp fight. No sell. Nope. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Fuck no. My head hurts. Okay. Uh, maybe I could salvage the night with a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship of Bailey defending against Nikki Cross. No sell. No. Nah. All right, hold on. But this one to surely get you guys. Because we have a singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship of Asuka versus Sasha Banks. I'll I'll mark up for that. It's going to be a good match. That should be good. I will slowly chub for that one. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, because we're here to show the world. Uh, Because for your main event, uh, Drew McIntyre is defending the WWE Championship. It says to be determined. Match. Oh, uh, WWE already spoiled it. Okay. Dolph gets to pick the step, but what is it? Uh, it's a TLC match. So for a TLC match for the WWE Championship, we have Drew McIntyre defending against Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, they, uh, the uh, ad for the pay-per-view. Uh, we good, fam. And Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler in a TLC So wings match. on Sunday? No, son. <laughs> nah, we're good. How? All right, too. We good, fam. That that just goes to what we talked about earlier, the state of this business for WWE. Slammiversary looks like such a better show than Extreme Rules. And Impact's been dead and for Impact like 10 years. isn't on television? Or it's it on is? Access I TV. I don't know. It's on Access TV. You have, yeah. If you have access, then you can watch it. So those are the cards this weekend, fellas. Fantastic. Cool. That, to, to use a quote from Jim Cornette, that Extreme Rules uh, card is flatter than a plate full of piss. Well, it makes sense. There's hate, that. Hate to see it. I know some cards that could uh, could fix that. Fantasy booking this week. It's me and Corey. You're gonna kick my ass. I don't. I don't think I will. I. 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 I I'll be. On, I'll be honest. I have like no detail in my matches. So let's just do it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Week three. Welcome to High Praise Wrestling. We're on the set of Vampire Kiss Two. Now that's what I call. Blood sucking. <laughs> okay. Nick Cage has a movie called Vampire's Kiss. I like it. Look it, look it up, bro. Don't yell at me. Right, look it up! Dad's right. getting mad! Uh, we have 11,000 people in attendance. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, all not wearing masks. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the go-home show to con air. Uh, Nick Cage comes out in a, dressed up as a vampire. Uh, he welcomes everybody to the show. He wants to bring out commentary. Uh, Vampiro and him got super wasted last night, so Vampiro won't be on commentary. But today, tonight's commentary. How is Vampiro not at the vampire show? Mm. Don't worry about that. Don't you worry about that. He's too drunk. Nick wants to bring out uh, commentary tonight. We found Jr. God damn it. And celebrity guest commentary, Danny Bonaducci. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know who that is. What? Partridge Family, which I bet you don't know what Partridge Family is. I do not. He lost yeah. the fight to Screech. That I've makes you that feel name. better. Screech, Screech beat his ass. Well, I mean, come on. Let's get happy. <laughs> yeah. I knew that would throw everybody off. Like, what? Yeah. Spell Bonaducci without looking at it. Yes. <laughs> 
B O N A D U C E. Damn it. Because I just he looked. got it. Bada douche. Say La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. God damn it. Yeah. Come on. Try me, bitch. <laughs> All right, let's go to our first match tonight. It's the Rock and Roll Express teaming with Minoru Suzuki and ZSJ. <laughs> what a weird team. <laughs> <laughs> what? The Rock and Roll Express, the Murder Grandpa, and ZSJ. Versus G.O.D. and FTR. I mean, I'll watch it. Uh, it's an all-out brawl for this whole match. However, uh, the R&R is trying to get to FTR, but they don't want none of them because they don't want to break their brittle bones <laughs> leading up to a 30-minute Iron Man match. It's true. This week for yeah. at Conair. Uh, Suzuki takes Tonga to the outside and puts him through the table. Uh, and the ref's going to... Uh, call the match, but Suzuki pulls out the needle that he stabbed into El Jefe, and uh, the match continues. Uh, the match goes about 13 minutes until Ta- uh, Tama hits the gun stunt on Suzuki for the win. Uh, so out of that four, Suzuki took the pin. Yep. Yep. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'm, uh, right. I'm not telling him. You can tell him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he kicks out at one. Don't, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Love Jeff Tom. Jeff, get on that. Uh, we have Ricochet. He comes out. He call it, wants to call it Cedric. He wants a match with him at Conair. Uh, Cedric comes out and accepts the match. And he says, you know what? I'm going to show you what I'm going to do to you at Conair. So Cedric walks back, finds a baseball bat, and he tells, uh, we're going to, uh, I'm blanking the word. It's on freestyle. It's probably, it's probably written right there. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, well, you really did uh, not prepare for this. Nope. Oh, uh, he's going to show uh, uh, Ricochet how it's done, so he has a hanging pinata. However, it's El Jefe the Sensei. God damn it. <laughs> and he beats the crap out of El Jefe with the baseball bat. <laughs> Man, Fucking I'm it. really... Let's go to our next really match as, curses upon as him. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Rollins, before the match, wants to give uh, Balor a handshake because they want to be friends. I thought it was just a hand job. It's saying AGW, that low class uh, piece of shit. Uh, oh. Rollins, uh, Balor says that he doesn't trust Rollins. Uh, Rollins says, hey, we can be friends. We've both been NXT champions. We've been Universal champions. Let's be tag champs. And Balor's like, eh. He goes for the shake. And uh, Balor... Uh, Rollins attacks Balor. Yeah. Then here comes uh, Vampire Nick, and he makes the match for Conair. Let's go to our next match, as it's Aleister Black versus Kenta. Ooh, ooh yeah. Okay. A strong back and forth. Every uh, Slaps, a lot of slaps, a lot of anything you can do, I can do better type of stuff. Strong style. Uh, Kenta uh, goes for the GTS, but Black is able to get out of it, and he shoves Kenta to the outside. Uh, Kenta then tries to use the briefcase like he did last week. However, Black dodges it and hits Spade to Black for the win. After the match, Bonaducci tries to get in, in the ring and interview Kenta, but Kenta lays him out with a GTS. <laughs> I concur. Uh, we go backstage and check on Orange Cassie since our main event for tonight is uh, Orange Cassie versus Warlow in a, a stipulation match. Brought to you by MJF. Uh, we check on Orange Cassidy. He's just laying on the ground. Yep. He notices the camera and he just gives it a thumbs up. 
The camera pans over, and we find a passed out vampiro on the floor. <laughs> and then, uh, so far this checks out. Yeah. Cassidy notices it and just lays back down. <laughs> Speaking of our main event, Warlow versus Orange Cassidy. MJF comes out and makes the match, and the stipulation is this. Orange Cassidy, you got to handcuff both your hands. Jesus Christ. Damn. So, Warlow takes advantage. Also, it's a no DQ. God damn. So, Warlow just destroys Orange Cassidy with a chair. And here's a pack of rabbit pit bulls. Uh, Warlow also hits uh, a couple F10s through the table. Probably got 15s uh, when they're... <laughs> yeah. He pins... Uh, Cassidy. Cassidy, it goes about eight minutes. MJF nods of appro- approval. So we go to our. We think we're going to cut off air, but Adam Cole runs down. Says, "Hey, Osprey, I don't want to wait till Con Air. Let's fight now." Ooh, I yeah, you know, I I let's go. Come on, camera cuts to the back. Well, they uh, Cole's group. Osprey's put a Zamboni in front of the door, <laughs> so they can't come out. Osprey comes out. They bra- they come out. They brawl for a little bit. They start getting kendo sticks. All hell's breaking loose. And then here comes a man wearing all black and a mask comes out and attacks Will Osprey. He handcuffs him, and then uh, Cole Panama sunrises uh, Osprey through a table. Last shot at. Cole putting the title to Osprey's face going, you ain't going to win this. And uh, that's undisputed. Boom. Boom. All right. All right. So, before we move on, are my five matches for Connor. Yeah. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet. For the National Treasure, treasure match, MJF versus Orange Cassidy. 30-minute Iron Man match for the high-praise tag titles. Rock and Roll Express and FTR, and our first ever Con Air match, Will Ospreay versus Adam Cole for like the it. high price heavyweight championship. I like it. Baby. Well, and now, here goes nothing. Expect the unexpected. Here goes nothing. <laughs> PDX Expect the Unexpected, July 14th from the Dream Theater in Portland, Oregon. 562 Rabbit fans. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Quince Bischoff and Joseph Mongo LaSalle the third <laughs> baby doll welcome us to the sold out dream theater promising us a wild night Lessel says it could be like uncensored Bischoff says to shut your mouth and put a muzzle on your dog <laughs> we notice Zelina Vega Andrade and Angel Garza getting in the ring to start and Vega says she is interested in expanding her empire she invites Sammy Guevara down to join her winning team and states they will soon run this company Judas plays, and the new tag champs come out. Jericho puts Vega on blast for even considering trying to recruit his partner. Like sex gods are brothers, but then notices Guevara's leering at Vega. Hmm. Jericho then starts to argue with Sammy, asking where his loyalties are. Vega suggests they find out by having a tag title match right here, right now. Before Jericho can answer, both teams are blindsided by Murphy and Shane Strickland. What? What? A ref climbs in and motions the bell to ring, and we have an impromptu triple threat tag match for the PDX tag belts. Chaotic action to start, but Murphy and Andrade end up in the ring. Andrade controls for a stretch with vicious strikes and keeping him in the corner. 
Garza in and in no mood for fun, immediately rips off the pants and chokes Murphy with him. Jericho gets in and dominates, hitting all his spots and punishing Garza. Guevara in, but Jericho immediately tags himself back in before Guevara can even do anything. Strickland in and punishes Jericho with kicks. Swerves sucker punches Andrade and draws everybody in. During the melee, Guevara sets up Garza for a DDT, but Jericho nails him with the Judas Effect elbow, allowing Murphy to get a flash pin and to become the unlikely new tag champs. Whoa. After the match, Jericho beats down Guevara and states that he was too good of a he's too good to mentor such an ass clown. <laughs> Chaotic action to start. We have new tag champs. Shingo Takagi comes out and challenges Ilya Dragunov. This match is for bragging rights, as both state they are the lo- toughest in the locker room. Ilya starts with a slap to the face and a snap German. Shingo takes over with a brutal lariat, numerous suplexes and throws. Neither man dominates, and they trade both strikes for near falls. Shingo hits a pump handle half Nelson driver and slaps on the Anacon device for the tap. Shingo's victorious. Damn. New backstage interviewer, Miss Davina Dalwig, <laughs> is with <laughs> Jeff Hardy. He says tonight he will welcome the rain and the rainmaker and introduce him to extreme warfare. Mm. Go back to the ring and War Beast is in the ring, and Joseph Semiel is issuing a challenge to anybody with the balls to fight Jacob Fatu. Me. Drew McIntyre's music hits, and he comes down, and they immediately start fighting. They start to brawl, and neither sells shit. Just uh, big boot to the face, and McIntyre comes for another shot, but Fatu hoists him up into a Samoan drop. He hits a moonsault, but Drew kicks out at one. Samael immediately climbs in the ring and throws a fireball in his face. Jesus. They continue to double-team him while officials try to check on him. Samael then throws the fireball in the face of a referee, and they walk out while being pelted with garbage from the crowd. Drew wins by a DQ. All 562 getting rowdy. New interviewer Davina gets in the ring for a promo, and Mongo Lessel starts screaming, Bangers and Mash! Bangers and Mash! (laughs) Shelton and the Uprising into the ring and brag about what's going to happen tonight. It's going to be so easy, those asses couldn't even find a fourth guy after Riddle got shown the door. Hammer says violence is a necessity in life, and we have that in spades. Archer yells, Everybody must die, and chokeslams Davina. Mongo faints at the desk. (laughs) Six-way scramble match for a PDX title opportunity in the future. As Mustafa Ali, AJ Styles, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, Pac, and Tyler Bate in action. Honestly, way too much to list here, but the highlights include Ali hitting his uh, reverse 450 to the outside on all five guys. (laughs) Styles hits a Fosbury flop on Emporium on the floor. Puck kicks uh, Styles directly in the face. Uh, an Imperium with a spike pile driver to Tyler Bate on the floor. Ali gets a flash pin with a small package, pinning AJ Styles. Oh. Mustafa Ali earns a PDX title opportunity. Ooh, I like it. We are about to get Okada versus Jeff Hardy, and all of a sudden James Ellsworth climbs out of the crowd. Oh, my God. Oh, God, no chin music. Demanding a contract in this shithole little company. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, El Hijo de El Jefe the Sensei shows up and says, after what he did last show, obviously he deserves the contract. So after five minutes of arguing back and forth, Quince Bischoff stands up and says, God damn, I'm tired of both of you. You're not good enough to be on this show, but I'll tell you what. 
you can win a lights out only contract. Oh. So they have a match. Ellsworth oh. wins. Oh God! God damn it! Ellsworth defeats El Jefe in one fifty eight. One fifty eight. Quince Bischoff says, "Good riddance to the both of you. Get the fuck out of the room." <laughs> <laughs> Mia Yim was originally supposed to wrestle Charlotte on this card. That's true. But Mia came oh, out and stated yeah. the Queen was so damn scared of the Blasian bitch that she went that she went off to become the King. <laughs> Can't believe Lil Dabby wrote that one. <laughs> yeah. uh. Now I have to go out and find my own damn victim. So she picked Izzy McQueen <laughs> from the Northwest. <laughs> she then kicks Izzy in the face and demolishes her in a quick squash. She then grabbed so the mic again and demanded some goddamn competition and left. Pretty good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kazuchiko Okada taking on Jeff Hardy. Oof. Huge match here as the crowd is electric. Hardy strikes first, and as Okada falls to the floor, Hardy hits a dive right on him, runs him into the barricade, and hits a splash. Back in, and Hardy actually controls for the first five minutes as Okada can't get a handle on his eclectic moveset. Hardy goes for Whisper in the Wind, but now, but misses, and Okada takes over. We get back and forth. Okada hits some short clotheslines, and the crowd is rabid for a Rainmaker. He goes for one, but Jeff ducks and hits a quick roll-up for two. Hardy then drop kicks, hits a reverse DDT for a flash two. Hits a pile driver, peels off his shirt to go to the top for his swanton. Perfect execution, but Okada rolls inwards towards the buckle and reaches out and grabs Hardy's wrist just as Hardy hits with a thud. He stands him up. Oh, yeah, he goes for the Rainmaker, but Hardy ducks, kicks Okada in the gut, goes for a twist of fate, but Okada shoves him off. But as he does, he has the wrist. Wicked Rainmaker. For the win, Damn. Okada wins. Crowd goes wild. And here's what we've all been building to. Bum, bum. The Anything Goes gang fight. Yes. Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, and Pete Dunne come out to take on the Uprising. Tensions are high to start as there are only three on the babyface side. The Uprising uses that to their advantage as the seven brawl all over the arena. Benjamin and Gulak are paired in exchange shift shots. Hammerstone and Dunn brawl everywhere and exchange chair shots out in the crowd. The Slaughter double-team Brian near the ring and crash him through a timekeeper's table. They go to help Benjamin, and for a brief time, there's a three-on-one beatdown on Gulak. Dunn helps him out near the back, and they uh, completely annihilate the merch table where El Hijo del El Jefe the Sensei was trying to hawk autographed pictures of his dad. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Poor taste. Poor taste. Archer picks him up and throws him into the popcorn maker. They've gone up in value after he's died so many times. <laughs> Back in the ring, Brian has mounted a small comeback against Hammer, but a low blow stops that. He powerbombs Brian from the ring through the announce table at ringside. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lessel screamed and ran away, but Quince was too slow and was a casualty. <laughs> Hate to see it. The slaughter grab a barbed wire table from under the ring and place it in the ring. Barbed wire table? Yep. It's wrapped in barbed Gulak and Dunn come back in and try to fight back, but they are outnumbered and fall prey. Where are we? I lost where I was. Spike pile driver onto a chair to Dunn, sends him to the outside. The four of them beat down Gulak and Priest, wraps Gulak to the barbed wire table with more barbed wire. And Archer jumps off the top rope with two feet to the belly welly. (laughs) Coup de gras? Yeah. 
Benjamin grabs the mic and brags, saying, we told you, we're the fucking best. No one can touch us. These guys couldn't even find a fourth guy. Atom bomb? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Where am I? Where are we going? New Jack's music hits and shit gets wild. He comes in with his assorted goodies and attacks the uprising along with Brian, who had crawled into the ring. Jack uses everything. He plays the greatest hits. Stapler to Priest and his balls. Vacuum cleaner to Hammer's head. Jesus. Pulls out a goddamn machete and lunges at Archer, <laughs> but he misses. <laughs> Brian wraps barbed wire around Benjamin's throat and puts on the lapel lock, forcing a tap out. After the matches, the babyfaces help Gulak untangle from the barbed wire and get done back in the ring. The crowd celebrates as we fade out. That's amazing. Yes. So that's Expect the Unexpected. New Jack, baby. And now? PDX lights out. James Ellsworth promo. He comes out and says he is the chosen one. He will keep winning and keep winning until I get hired for actual shows. (laughs) Cody Chung comes out and says, "Uh, we'll see about that. Your first match is against me. James Ellsworth fights Cody Chung to a double count out at 534. Checks out. Checks out. What a finish. Pac defeats Humberto Carrillo. And 11.34 with a black arrow. Imperium defeated Los Parks. A video package of a new championship being shown. Ooh. More Ooh. info on the next show, apparently. Ooh. Chelsea Green interview. Chelsea gets asked what about tonight's match with Liv Morgan. Chelsea says, I faced her too many times. She's a skank. I had <laughs> that part. And every time, I'm the clear winner. So tonight, I'm, it's going to be a piece of cake. Oh, and Mia Yim, I'm coming after you, bitch. I added that part. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Number one that contenders match for the PDX women's title. Chelsea Green defeats Liv Morgan in 1245. <laughs> After the match, Green and Mia start off to end the show. That's it. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. James Ellsworth, man. He's back? Yeah, is he signed or is he just floating around? Or? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Maybe he's going to be the new champion. I mean, he got a contract with Lights Out. That's I mean, true. That. Technically, that's the only show he can be on. Oh, right. what do you think, guys? I thought it was, it was good. Look at awesome. Five stars. New Jack's there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Expect the unexpected. Nobody's going to think New Jack's coming out. No one's going to expect what's coming. New Jack. No New one's going to expect uh, El Hijo to... El Jefe the Sensei being He's thrown to, into the popcorn machine. And trying to hawk his dad's own. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt he signed him himself, the little bastard. <laughs> that little swoggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that was fun. That was, that was fun. fun. So, I don't... I, um, let's not forget. Uh, our bracket we put up this week, uh, we had some technical difficulty last week. We thought they were they were supposed to be put up, but they won't. But they will be on Twitter and Facebook uh, probably after this show. We will try and make sure they be put up literally after I hit off that we put on. So, off. Wow. Wow. So, Booble. What are they? What? He doesn't have to say it. Oh, I thought we were going to read him again. No, the only thing we're going to be doing is going to nocellerentainment.com. 
where we have the written word. Like, that's my opinion, but Mike Booble. That's a me. The Dick Guy Sensei with Jeff Mack. That's a Jeff. We have podcasts. We have the No Cell Podcast. Mm-hmm. The Monday Night War Stories. The Thundercast. Mm. Is this Quince Bischoff? The Pay-Per-View <laughs> War Stories. <laughs> the, the Spirit. The Gang Reviews, no. Baby Doll. Oh, there's a... Uh, uh, Joseph, Joseph Mongol Lassell the Third Baby Doll has shown up. <laughs> Woo! And uh, we have... Uh, that that's my pick. That's not my pick? Uh, that's where you're going. That's my pick. I believe uh, it's Devin Dahlberg. He's yeah. in Commissioner. So what are we doing? Was it me this mm-hmm. week? Man, this has been a long fucking week. We did uh, hottest actors. Or you put our sexiest. sexiest. Yeah, get it right. That's right. That's right. And I had the best one. Besides producers unscrewing me. But find that out. Find out why uh, producers then had the best draft Mm -hmm. behind me. On that's my pick. It's amazing how all of you guys are undefeated every single <laughs> week. No, 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 I am. So uh, I'm definitely winless. We're all on Twitter. <laughs> I'm zero and six. We're all. <laughs> we've only done four shows. <laughs> that's how bad you sucked. Exactly. You know, uh, there were two tenants. Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow first billing at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Devin Dog at just Devin Dog. You can follow the No Sullivan Legend at MT Boobold. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow the producer at Producers Then. You can follow No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thumbs up, thumbs down. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, iTunes, sometimes YouTube, and hopefully Spotify. And like always, Corey must pose. Baby doll. <laughs> <laughs>